Welcome to Inspiration to Publication with your host and award-winning editor, Caroline Smith. Now, here's Caroline. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining in to another episode of Inspiration to Publication. This is our first episode of 2020, coming a little bit late in the year, and whew, what a year it's been. I wanted to talk to you very authentically about what this year has kind of been like for all of us, and the title of our topic today is Finding Inspiration in a Pandemic. So there have been a lot of changes in my life in particular um, in the last year, and definitely since the last podcast episode came out, and it's just been crazy. It's been insane. It's been a lot emotionally to take on. It's tested my spiritual philosophies, um, my my physical abilities, and just there's a the whole mess of things that have happened in 2020. And the thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is how do we find inspiration during a pandemic when it seems like there's not a whole lot of good happening in the world How do we have the emotional capacity to sit and write? I know that for a lot of my writers, this year has been very, very challenging. It's been emotionally draining. And when that happens, it's hard to come into writing in a good headspace. I have stared at my screen, trying to think of the words more times than I care to admit. I have asked myself the question, who is going to want to read what I have to write? in a pandemic like this, or in this state of the world, nationally, globally, all of the above, who is going to care enough to want to read what I have to say. And I'll tell you that the feedback that I've gotten from some of my writing is that the writing is necessary. It's an escape. Fiction, especially, is a form of escape. Reading in general is a form of escape. Escapism is one of the main reasons that I think people turn to books and also for learning. People want to learn, of course. People are learning all kinds of new skills during a pandemic. And probably you have something still to say during this time, whether that has a direct impact on the pandemic or how it's affected your life or how it's affected other people in your life. You probably do have something to say about that. So I want to spend today talking just a little bit about inspiration and how we can come at this problem of still writing and finding the emotional capacity to write in this time of of great change. We all know that change is inevitable. Change happens. We get comfortable in a certain form of life and then something comes along and upends it. And I'm a very firm believer in the fact that Change is what enhances our personal growth and development. We need change so that we don't stay stagnant in our lives. Nothing in nature stays stagnant. Everything is ever-changing from the sun and the moon to nature and the seasons and sun and rain. Everything is changing constantly. So I think that all of us got a little bit comfortable in our lives in in what we now you know call normal pre-COVID. And so adapting to that change and trying to understand what's been going on with ourselves and with the world in the last several months has been really challenging. Last year, I got accepted to an MFA program, which is a master's in fine arts and creative writing at Queens University in Charlotte, North Carolina. And one of the things that we are tasked to do as part of our program is to write, of course. Um, So every 
semester, we have submissions that we have to send in to critique partners. And uh, this past semester, it's been four of them, four submissions for the uh, fall semester. And that's been really interesting, but also really challenging. I had written some things earlier in the year that I submitted. I have a manuscript, a novel that I've completed that I've been submitting chapters on for that as well, which is an escapist. I mean, it's a romance novel. It's nothing, you know, it's not nothing. Um, It's a finished novel, but it's, you know, it's not high literary fiction by any stretch of the imagination. But again, the feedback that I've gotten on that from my critique partners is how nice it is to just be able to escape in in a fantasy. And that, I think, was something that I needed to hear. Because again, why would anyone want to read what I have written (laughs) at at this stage of the game? Um, But it kind of buoyed my ability to want to work on it again because I didn't necessarily think of it in those terms, that it was just an easy read, something for people to kind of sink themselves into and forget about the pandemic for a little while. And fortunately, being able to escape and and kind of do some rewrites on that manuscript has, has given me the opportunity to escape back into fiction and something that I really love doing. I love creating these worlds I love having the opportunity to take experiences that I've had from my life and give them a little bit of a fictional twist. I love being the author of these stories. And by that, I mean, you know, these stories take me along with them. I'm not in control. The characters tell me what needs to happen, and it happens. And I think that the story is going one direction, and then something happens, and it goes in a completely different direction. And that's as it should be when you're writing fiction. I also have finished a book this year called Writing as Meditation. And it was a journey to write it and to finish it and complete it because uh, meditation is a part of my practice every day. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, There have definitely been days, actually there was about two months where I couldn't meditate. I just didn't have it in me because I was just so anxious by the state of the world. And now thinking about it, that's exactly when I needed to be meditating. I needed to be able to turn inwardly and reflect on what was going on with myself and what I had the ability to control and what I didn't have the ability to control. And and I think that that's something that tests our mettle constantly when we're in this state of trauma every day because going through something like a pandemic is a state of trauma. It perpetuates a state of fear. And we don't know how to get out on the other side of that, especially when there's no end in sight. So getting out of that fear and being able to join two things together that I love in terms of meditation and both and, and writing together has been extraordinarily helpful. But I did have a few months where I just walked away from my laptop and my writing journals and could not come up with anything to write about and just it was staring at a wall. There was no emotional capacity or availability for writing and putting my thoughts coherently on a page. And I think that if I had tried, it would have been way too forced and was just not something that I was even willing to think about doing. However, all that being said, um, now I've kind of gotten back into this state of flow and writing and um, National Novel Writing Month is this month in November. And I am a part of several different Facebook groups, and many of them have joined in on National Novel Writing Month and have groups. 
And seeing other people write has been something that has really encouraged me to keep going. They're all sharing very creative story ideas. They're all managing to write. So maybe it's time that I pull out my writing journal or my, you know, laptop and start doing this process again. And suddenly, over the last two weeks, I have really just been infused with the words. But now I have too many, (laughs) and I don't know where to put them or what to do with them. So I have several different documents that I've opened and started different story ideas. But I always say to my authors, don't write in a vacuum. And what I mean by that is writing can be very isolating, and it doesn't necessarily have to be. We get to determine how many people we include in our writing journey, whether we share chapters with friends or we have beta readers or we're part of different writing groups. We are in control of... And that's pretty much the only thing I feel like we're in control of right at this very moment. We're in control of how many people we let in on our writing journey. And I really want you to let that sink in for a minute because it doesn't have to be as isolating as we often think that it is. We can go off into a cabin in the woods and spend a weekend or a month writing all by ourselves just to get out of our own spaces, find a new place, have some new inspiration, Maybe not so much right now during COVID, obviously, or maybe during COVID. I don't know. Maybe you want to rent an Airbnb and go just write for a little while. But being able to turn to people in my life, whether it's in my groups or in my personal life, to share what I'm writing about, to share the setbacks that I'm encountering um, has been incredibly helpful. And I also know that I am not the only one that's going through this. So many of my peers in my MFA program are also experiencing, it's not even writer's block. I don't really even know what to call it. It's just this complete inability to really think creatively because we're very, you know, consumed with what's happening in the world, whether it be social media or the news. And maybe that's less true now than it was at the very beginning of the pandemic. But Everyone is going through something very similar, and I actually think that that's very inspiring, that we're all kind of starting from scratch. We're all kind of starting from this place of, I don't know what to do right now, because none of us have the answers. No one has the answers, and so it's not that there's a right way. There is no right way. There's no sitting at your desk and writing for 15 minutes a day right now, which is, you know, a philosophy that I have and that I always encourage my authors to do. But that's been virtually impossible for many of us during this time. So one of the things, again, that I would encourage you to do is join as many virtual platforms as you can. There are so many people doing virtual write-ins right now. There's Facebook groups. Those have existed well before the pandemic, but a lot of them are really ramping up their efforts. Again, it is National Novel Writing Month, so maybe joining a group of people or people in your area that are doing um, National Novel Writing Month can help kind of encourage you to get back on the writing horse. The other thing that I want to encourage you to do is really just take a hard look at art. We have been so entertained, hopefully, by things like Netflix and podcasts and music and art and all of these things coming together digitally concerts that are now being broadcast live. And we really can take inspiration from a lot of those places and encouragement 
that people are still doing what they love and that we as writers might get back to that eventually. And because they're starting to get back to it, right? It's I don't really like the term new normal. We're definitely having to make an adjustment. I don't know that new normal is a state that really exists. It's just going to be the next normal. And so with that in mind, I have managed to find a lot of inspiration through music, just music sometimes that I haven't even listened to before, and I'll listen to the lyrics, and suddenly I have an idea for a story. I've also drawn a lot of inspiration from just personal interactions that I have in my day-to-day life, and that has been incredibly helpful to me. Um, I have one friend who is just a font of, of information and knowledge, and we get in long, deep conversations, and sometimes from that I'll have an idea for something that I want to write about, and that has definitely been true over the last few weeks especially. I always tell my authors, another thing I always say, is to be a student of people. But right now, that's not really a possibility. It's very hard to go out into the world and people watch the way we used to, at least comfortably. And maybe that's not true for you, but it is true for me because my family is high risk. And so going out and just grabbing a coffee and sitting in Starbucks and people watching is not something that I'm really willing to do at this very moment. So that means that I have to get my inspiration for people in different mediums. And that's absolutely what I've been able to do. Another thing that I have been doing that I want to also encourage you to do is read. As part of my MFA program, of course, I have to read. It feels like constantly. Um, we I have had 24 different pieces of literature and Uh, media to get through this semester. And while that seems like a lot, um, and I definitely had a block to wanting to read anything for a little while, just because a lot of, you know, a lot of high literary fiction is depressing. Um, It someone dies, someone always dies. But um, and I wasn't really in a headspace to read that. But Getting into some short stories, things that didn't take a whole lot of um, mental or emotional depth seemed to be really helpful for me. And that could be anything. I mean, I've read poems. I've read short stories. I've definitely picked up a few romance novels myself when I can um, just to escape into other people's words. And often from that, I am able to gain inspiration. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that that will work for you. But I do think that as writers, we should always consider ourselves students of the world. Not even as writers, as humans. I think that that it's important for us to always be asking questions and to constantly be observing the things in our universe so that we can take note of how other people react or respond to things and how other people perceive information. Maybe At some point, you'll be able to write about what your experience has been during the pandemic. Maybe you'll read a poem and really be able to sit with that poem and glean some inspiration from that. Part of the inspiration that I've gotten this past year has been in stories from other people. I've taken a lot of hard looks at not only Egyptian mythology, but Greek mythology, and kind of translated that into modern day for a short story collection that I'm working on and another novel that I'm working on. And I certainly wouldn't say that my writing is prolific. I have days where I can't write at all, and I have other days where it just comes out in a torrent for lots of different projects. 
but I do like the the part of my MFA program where I'm being held accountable. I have to turn these right pieces in, you know, on a certain date and then I get feedback on them. And and that's essentially what the the program is comprised of, becoming better readers and also viewing art and other mediums from for not only entertainment value but also from the perspective of a reader because the more we absorb and the more we take in the more creative our brain has the ability to be. Another thing that I just want to touch on briefly is the idea of gratitude. And I am a huge fan of gratitude. And I know that during times like this, it can be really hard to find a lot of things that we're thankful for. And even though my meditation practice stalled, my gratitude practice didn't really stall that much. Um, I try to always be thankful for the things that I have in my life, for the house over my head, for food in my fridge, for the people in my life and the support systems that I have. So I want to encourage you today to get out a piece of paper, maybe something in your writing journal, and just make a list of the things that you're grateful for. Because out of that, you might even find inspiration for your next writing topic. If you haven't found inspiration already. So it can be challenging to think about all of the things that are wrong and then to switch that into a perspective of gratitude and kind of turn inward and focus on those things that we're grateful for. And I know that that word gratitude gets thrown around a lot. And I think that for some of us, some of us, it started to lose its meaning but really focus and be intentional about the list that you make and the things that you're grateful for. Because for my own writing, I find that I'm often inspired by the relationships that I have with other people or that the relationships that other people in my life have. Um, Some of my best friends have great relationships. Some of my best friends have not so great relationships, but I'm still able to think through the things that they might be in encountering in their lives and how that might be impactful for a story. I was not a person who ever thought that short stories were uh, something that I would be interested in writing. However, I have found that short stories really can pack a punch. And this was something that my eyes were certainly open to when I was an English major uh, many years ago, but also again, now through my short story program and my MFA program, I'm really able to see that short stories can pack just as much of a punch, if not more of a punch, than a whole novel. So that's something that I've kind of been playing with. And again, not something that I ever really thought that I would be doing. Um, But I've decided to be open to that idea. And I've also watched a lot of of movies and, and listened to a lot of music that isn't necessarily something that I would have thought that I would have liked. And so I think really the point here is that I'm trying to open my mind and open myself to the possibility that inspiration can come from other places than where it has come from before. And that's really the main goal of this whole podcast is to be intentional about finding your own path of inspiration and really looking at it from a different perspective because so much has changed for all of us and really being able to understand the impact that all of these changes are going to have on us is not necessarily a bad thing. I think a lot of systems are 
going to and have changed that maybe were a little bit redundant um, or not needed. I think that that's been true in the workforce. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a brand new job um, with a new publishing company, and I'm not sure that I would have gotten this job had it not been for the pandemic because it's not in my state um, and I'm able to do everything remotely. And I think that prior to COVID, I probably would have been asked to move, um, which, you know, a lot of companies have made that pivot for themselves to try to be more inclusive of people working from home and things like that. So there are things that can be found, joy that can be found in this journey, even through the changes. So I just want to remind you to look for that in other ways and just be open to the possibility that inspiration will come to you in different forms. Today's podcast is a little bit shorter than some of our other ones, but I wanted to just welcome you to season two. We've got a lot of great topics and conversations coming up this season, and to also thank you for tuning in and being a listener. You can find me at a new web address, editorcaroline.com. You can also find me on Instagram, and take a look at, you know, other areas, online social media platforms, um, and see how you can most be inspired in this writing journey that you're on. I wish you health, and I wish you so much happy writing. Thank you for listening to Inspiration to Publication with Caroline Smith. For more information or to contact Caroline, go to EditorCaroline.com. Today's episode was brought to you by Rhapsody in Blooms, specializing in elegant weddings and events across the Southeast. For more information, visit RhapsodyInBlooms.com.